Welcome to another episode of Boxed In. This is our argument show. Because we're all quarantined, you have nothing else better to do. I am Therese Paler, and I will be serving as commissioner for a fantasy draft we're about to conduct of the hit Netflix show, Tiger King. And I've got two head coaches here, and our own Mike Oz and Matt Harmon. Now, here's how this is going to go. We're going to contextualize this as picks for an imaginary football team. So Matt and Mike will be building the best football team possible from an unusually ridiculous cast of characters. Should be a good time. Looking forward to it. We're going to be going in a snake draft, and each guy will be making three total picks. All right? We flip the coin backstage, and the first pick will go to Harmon. So Matt, take it away. With the first pick of our Tiger King fantasy draft, who do you select? I got to be honest, this is the first fantasy draft ever. I think I didn't want the first overall pick because I was trying to hone in <laughs> on Oz's strategy because this is, you know, it's very open-ended here. But honestly, since this is, you know, more of a football type exercise, you know, who's going to be on the actual team. I'm going to go with Joe Exotic's uh, first husband. Well, maybe not first husband. It's one of his many husbands, John Finley here. Look, I think he's a, oh. he's a guy who you can trust. He, he, look, does he have all of the measurables? Maybe not, but I think he's got the intangibles here. He, I think he's a glue guy in the locker room. Someone that pretty much everybody can rally around. Look, he didn't necessarily suss out exactly what was going on with Joe until much later. But remember, he got out of this situation. So I trust him as a guy who can be a leader in the locker room and really kind of that every man, you know, do I need him to run out in the slot? He can do that. Do I need him to play a little H back? He can do that. Do I need him to be my third down back? I think he's a movable chess piece around the board here. He also has, he also has teeth. You could kick a field goal through. Exactly. So <laughs> and let's really hone in on the teeth here. You mentioned the intangibles some of the character, any concerns about his off-field activities, uh, rumors of drug use, that type of deal, Harmon? How do you think that affect the locker room? I mean, look, if we're talking about off-field issues here, uh, <laughs> there's a there's a litany of ways we could go. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> whole league is suspended by game one, guys. Whole league is just yeah. banned for life, right? I mean, this is really like, do you want to come in here and take? You know, I got some. I, I'll, I'll I'll admit that I got some advice from a few people. One of them one of them said to take Jeff Lowe first overall. This guy, what are you running the the mid like two thousands Bengals? This this is you're going to ruin your locker room chemistry in a minute. Of all of these guys, I think John Finley here. He's got. He's got baggage, no doubt, but I think he's moved a little bit beyond the baggage here. Okay, Oz, you have an opportunity here with the second overall pick in the Tiger King fantasy draft. Who do you select? And and, and I, got, I got sandwich picks, right? So I'm two in a row. Yep. I was yep. lying at the beginning. This is exactly where I want to be. I, I, want to, I want to get two guys off the board, especially because Matt didn't take anybody I wanted. So I'm loving where <laughs> right. I'm at. Um, my, my, signals my already. Number one, my number one overall pick is here for me. Um, Joe's other husband, Travis Maldonado, RIP Travis, first of all, but if you look at him, great six pick. foot four, athletic, fearless, like we'll do anything. He has a real Literally. Gronk energy about him. I mean, it's obvious. I, I think this is a caveat for every single person on the show. If he wasn't on meth, I, I <laughs> think he would be greatly athletic, right? Like I, I, I could slot him in easily as a tight end or a receiver. I think I'd be thrilled about that. He can make plays again. You know, I don't, I don't think he has, he's not going to overthink anything. You point him in the direction and say, go, 
and and he's going to go. So it's it's maybe Gronk meets Bobby Boucher, right? It's a little bit of it's a little bit of those two things. But again, I'm looking at if we're imagining these people as athletes, the thing that strikes out, the thing that sticks out to me about him, six six foot four, big and athletic, young. Um, if his life had gone a different way, he was a you know tight end prospect going to play at USC or something. Travis Maldonado is clearly the best athlete on the board. He was clearly the best athlete of this entire group. Um, I do think coaching is going to matter significantly here, Oz. So I hope you have a very good plan for him. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that, but, uh, you know, I, I, you're going to have a Plaxico Burris situation on your hands, my friend. I don't know. It's a lot of gun issues. Are, I mean, are, are, are there any coaches amongst this group? I don't know, but I, I think that brings me to my, to my next pick. And I've gone back and forth on what do you do with, with Joe exotic, right? Like, yeah. Do you just completely forget him or do you bring him in? And to me, I'm bringing him in at number three. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of things wrong with Joe. I mean, anybody who watched the show, there's a lot of things wrong with Joe, but the number one thing that Joe was great at was leadership. Right? Yeah. He wants to win. He can get people to follow him. Like if you are in his circle, you believe in Joe. He's a guy you put him in a, you put him in a huddle. I think he will lead those men to, somewhere resembling victory maybe not all you know 100 victory you might lead him to, to jail or you know a, a night a night you know in mexico or something but i i think he is a leader people will follow him if, if i'm imagining him on the field like i have a real like kind of brett Favre thing with him you know like i feel like he can get stuff done kind of a gunslinger probably gonna throw some interceptions and you just kind of got to let that go but i think he's a leader i, I think joe exotic you're basically gunning for for him having a little bit of a Jerry Glanville-like effect on this team as a coach. You know he's going to say some wild shit, like you know that's going to happen. But, you know, he's going to let people kind of be who they are. And put it this way, up until Carol Baskin showed up, the zoo seemed to be running okay. I get where you're going with this, Oz. And you also have to add this, too. There's a there's a real level of amusement to this guy that Joe Joe Exotic's gonna bring. <laughs> I think Joe Exotic's gonna you, pack the stands. You you yeah, you're gonna sell tickets with Joe. Travis is gonna listen to Joe. So if if, if Joe is his coach or Joe is his quarterback or however however we're dreaming up that that relationship if we're doing a coach player type thing. Um I think that works. I, I think if you at the end of it, I mean Travis I think sort of started to maybe lose a little bit of the faith in Joe, right, but I think yeah. Joe could bring him back. Joe could Joe yeah. can again Joe's a leader. Joe can get all these people behind him. I'm in. You also have to understand that Joe's a planner as well. When uh, Saf had his arm uh, mauled by the tiger, Joe actually had a medical jacket on hand ready to put on. <laughs> he had it ready. He had it ready to go. So he, there's a matter of planning he's a that he's bringing to the mix. He's a show he's a sh- also, <laughs> He also, I mean, country singer. You well, know, singer. All these various jobs. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> what I'm saying. But, but, but Joe is the kind of guy that if we're in this situation, he if we need him to, he will sell tickets in the box office. He will be the coach. He will sell hot dogs in the stands. He will do any job, and he can balance them all. Absolutely. You just you Harmon. just brought AB on your team, man. That's what the Raiders saw. Like, he, oh, oh, he'll sell he'll sell tickets down there in Vegas, no problem. He, he'll be the flashy guy up on the billboard. And uh, also, by the way. You know, a tiger had that guy by the knee. I, I think he's might he might flunk the physical here at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that pick. And again, I, I, well, they're all failing their drug tests, so you know, true, hundred like, percent, true. This is the XFL for real. Like this is just no <laughs> drug tests, no nothing. You're just going out there and playing, Harmon. You got a tough choice here, man. 
How are you going to respond? What do you got here with pick number four? All right, next pick here. Uh, look, I got sort of a utility character guy that I can count on. Uh, someone that I think can play, you know, that, those quick twitch slot receiver positions, the third down back oh. in John Finley. But this next pick, you got to build in the trenches. You got to get one of your big guys. And there I'm going James Garrettson. And look, at the same time, yeah. I, I mean, this is this is obviously building in the trenches. Maybe he's my offensive lineman, my defensive lineman. But you can't discount the fact that, yes, did he have to maybe snitch to do it? Sure. But again, I, I want guys that are not going to be you know, spending the rest of my, my season in jail. And I, I think number one, James Garrison, <laughs> by the way, like he's not only is he not in jail, he's also like an iconic meme coming out of this show. And and I, I think he can help me maybe get some publicity out there on social media. Maybe the type of guy who look, I, we, we make the jet ski gif of him coming in here with the team logo. I don't know, something like that. I think there's marketability with this guy and also maybe not so much the same amount of poison, you know, stolen Hummers, whatever. I don't care. I think he can help me build in the trenches a little. You know, one thing I'll say about Garrettson is that, boy, he he sure does seem like Mark Davis' spirit animal with the haircut. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it, there, there's a real level of football that he's kind of bringing just by looking through osmosis, just by looking like uh, the Raiders owner. I get what you're going. I get where you're going there. But he also, you know what? James Garrettson also brings a real survival instinct, right? He finds yes. a way to make things OK for himself in the trenches. I'm still looking for a dynamic playmaker from you. Are you are you home. concerned, Matt? If I give him twenty dollars, he'll throw the game though. If I just said James, <laughs> here's, here's twenty bucks. Just just you know, it wouldn't even take that much, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping <laughs> that if you know, look again, marketability here. I'm hoping he helps that sort of campaign, bring in a lot of cash on his own, so that we can keep you know up in the ante here. Like you give him twenty, I'm gonna give him thirty. Okay, I think we can keep this guy on an incentive laden deal. It's not it's not a fully guaranteed contract. Okay, remember this is the NFL. I can build in as much much as incentives as I need to here. I think that's gonna keep the keep the carrot on the stick for the guy. Okay, you need a strong third pick here, Harmon. This is your third and final pick. Who are you taking here? I mean, this is tough. Uh, this is a, this is a tough one, but I am gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with a sleeper here. I'm gonna pick Tim okay. Tim Stark. Now, Tim. Oh, that's not a sleeper. That's the best pick on the board. Tim Stark. Good job. Yes. See here. Here's the deal. <laughs> like number one, when I first saw this guy in the documentary, I, I remember saying, uh, like wait, this guy's saying all the quiet parts out loud, you know, like he, yes. <laughs> all the things that like yes. Joe is kind of sub subtly saying, or you're thinking like, this guy's definitely bad because of this, that, and the other reason Tim is just kind of saying it. So I like a guy that can tell it how it is, even if it's yep. maybe you don't want him to say exactly what he's saying, but the most <laughs> important thing here, you, you mentioned it, Therese, I need more of a physical specimen and look, there's not no. a lot of those to pick from here. Um, certainly not picking Carol's husband, either the one that's actually still alive. Again, I don't right. want poison like Jeff Lowe <laughs> on my team, but Tim was out no. there driving the machinery, lifting the heavyweights to try to build their fake park. That's never coming to He's fruition. A He's a hard worker and a physically gifted guy. I think he is the perfect pick here to be a little bit of that specimen. Tim Stark also very, very competitive. Yes. Um, fought with Jeff Lowe, fought with Joe Exotic. He is absolutely the Marcus Peters of Tiger King. <laughs> like, it, like they're, 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 he's going to tell you exactly how he sees it, but he's insanely competitive. He's probably going to end up being your counter to Travis Maldonado. Clutch pick. Very clutch pick. I think he's going to get, he might not have the same athletic ability. You're right, but he's going to get in people's heads. 
Uh, plus, he's got you know he's he, he's got a monkey, and who doesn't? Who doesn't want that? <laughs> uh, well, you, you, if you get the monkey to ride the jet ski, that that's gonna sell tickets all day. Boom! Get the monkey to ride the jet ski. <laughs> now, there's a few picks here Oz can make here that could that could lock it up for him. But if he misses on it, it's gonna be a tough decision. Where are you going, I'm, Oz? Uh, so so I'm uh I'm I'm in a spot where there's two guys. Okay. I, I sort of, I sort of came into this with like four people that I would have been happy with, right? And I got two of them. The other two mm-hmm. are still out there. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, which one is it going to be? Do I do I go for chemistry? Mm-hmm. Or do I go for the person who I think just plays with the most reckless abandon? So to me, it's it's between Eric Coey, who I think mm-hmm. it will, will get the job done. And it's between Alan Glover, who yep. is, is a little bit of a wild card. But you know what, man? I'm going with Alan. Wow. Alan, is, Alan is dangerous. Yeah. Alan, I, I see him as a safety or a running back. He's sort of Bill Romanowski of, of the Tiger King world, right? Yep. Um, he might, he might, well, he will clash with Joe. He will definitely clash with he Joe. Would, yeah, sure. They're, they're, they're going to have to work other. that out. They're, they're going to have to work that out. But I think just on like, if I, if I set this person again onto a football field, will he produce? Is, is there value in the pick? And, and I, th- I think I can, I think I can make Alan Glover work. I think he, he may possibly have CTE already. So, you know, we, we got to ch- check that off. That's good. <laughs> Um, but, but I, I think, I think in a game where we're going to need, we're going to need to be aggressive, right? We're going to need to, to make things happen. Um, I, I like Alan Glover and Travis in the same team, sort of again, in the Bobby Boucher mode, just kind of, Hey guys, just go, just, just go and do it and we'll make it happen. One thing about Glover is that he's actually pretty obedient to who he's loyal to, right? So if Jeff Lowe was on this team, hundred percent, you know, he'd be a physical guy and all that, but is he going to take direction from Joe Exotic? This could be like a real locker room issue. I, I, I think Huge I think he's going to need issue. he's he's going to need bonuses. He's going to need to be paid well. Uh, we're going to need to give him every incentive that he wants. You know, like like all of his needs will be taken care of, whichever nah. needs they might be. Well, it only and takes three thousand dollars. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know, maybe maybe that maybe that's good. But if he needs, you know, a a, a bucket of uh, blue M and M's, like we'll get you the blue M and M's. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, Alan, to make you happy, because because we focus that energy in the right direction, I, I think we got something. This is so close. I want to give each of you guys an opportunity to sign an undrafted free agent. Ooh. First come, first serve here. Think on your feet. Give me Josh Dial. Give me Josh Dial, the campaign manager. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So Harmon has Josh Dial, easily the smartest person on the show. Yes, easily. He seems like he seems like more of an offensive coordinator than than anything else. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You might I mean, be able I mean, to draw a something up. Guy. A strategic guy. That's a guy. great pick. Great pickup. Oz, who do you pick? Who'd you pick? I'm taking I'm I'm taking Eric Cowie then. Is it Eric Cowie? Eric Cowie, I'm not sure how you how you pronounce his name. You know, Zookeeper looks like he's in a metal band. Like, yeah. like that guy, that's my guy right there. That dude is um, savage. Also, yeah. again, in a show, but again, in a show where everyone is on drugs he was the one who was obviously most on drugs the last time we saw him like is he even making is he making it to training camp my guy i don't know (laughs) i mean yeah we we might have a little bit of a problem with with the group that i have the thing about eric what i liked about him though was he just wanted to do the job man like he, he was really into taking care of the animals you know getting things done like again point him in the right direction be like here here's the thing that we need you to do on this play this is your job I think he will do that every single play. This is your job. You do that. And, and he's a guy who, you know, outside of the drug thing, I think did not show a, a tremendous amount of other character issues. Like he was a dedicated worker, 
seemed like he, you know, in general had a good heart, liked to be around the animals. I, I, I think, I think he's a guy I want on my team. Gotcha. Okay. I'm ready to rule here. I surged out to an early lead. Picking Travis Maldonado was strong. That he, he's clearly the best athlete on the board. He clearly could absolutely dominate if he was completely dialed in. I am concerned, however, about how dialed in Travis will be. It depends on which stage we're getting. Is are we getting early Travis or late stage Travis? Yeah. I'm gonna assume late stage. And I'm also gonna say this: the Joe Exotic Alan Glover chemistry is toxic. It is the it is Not one right. of the most it is one of the most toxic <laughs> elements of the show. And I believe Matt's hire of Josh Dial, picking him off the scrap heap, I believe I believe Josh's intelligence is going to help him formulate a plan to get his group together. There are some athletes there. Tim Stark is competitive. James Garrison's not an athlete at all, but at least he'll be able to move somebody. And Finley might end up being an athlete. No obvious character <laughs> battles here. I think Matt's team is actually going to get along best and function the most as a team. I'm going with Harmon. At the end, he snuck in and took it. Let's he go. has the better team. I mean, Man. yeah, let's go, baby. That's right. Team chemistry over everything. If that is if that is one thing we know from football, the ultimate team sport that you've got to have, you got to have that. Okay. This and there's again in a Tiger King adjusted world. I think we have the best team chemistry, the best individual character players. I mean, look. There were some other players out there that would have been a good fit. You know, Ranky would have been great, but he doesn't have legs. That's not functional here. Uh, so I think character-wise, we went with the best picks here. And, and that is what we emphasize. We emphasize character. We emphasize hard-working players. And that's how you build a team, baby. Well, I think I think we're bringing chaos to the table. And, and chaos is fun. Uh, I, I have no problem with, with my guys going in as the underdog. Matt, on paper, is is the, the favorite. That's fine. We'll, we'll roll into the stadium, the... What is he, the Oklahoma Jet Skis or whatever, whatever his team is? We'll go in there as the underdogs, and I, and I like our chances. And as a as a fantasy draft here, you know, like I think a, I think is a big portion of this when you're drafting a team is a team you want to watch. You know, as as a fantasy mm-hmm. owner, I'm going to be into watching this team all year <laughs> long. I'm going to have fun. Maybe we're not going to win the whole thing, but you know what? We're going to be entertaining. A hundred percent. This is a team you want to watch because I mean, look, Alan Glover very sketchy background we don't know if he might fight joe exotic on the field i mean what happens pretty, what happens pretty if likely. Style just disappears before our game matt what then <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's hard to say but i think we're taking we're all taking risks here man this is this is the best we could do this is a show full of like literal lunatics well fortunately i'm gonna say because I'm, I'm gonna be the commissioner here and the judge jury and executioner so i'm i'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt Harmon. um Good team. A couple interesting characters still left on the board, I will say. Saf, the zookeeper who we already mentioned. Incredible toughness, right? We know that Saf's not going to lead the game. Doc Antle. Let's just say his ability to, to motivate people to do things they might not be crazy about doing could have, could have had a factor on this game somehow, some way. Rick Kirkham, the TV producer for Joe's reality show. I want him doing play-by-play. I want him doing the color analysis because he is absolutely going to tell you the truth and uh, do it in a very amusing way. So no matter what you get here, it'll be a fun time. It's been fun doing it with you guys. Hey, listen, this boxed in things new and we're going to keep rolling. So it comes out every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Please subscribe. Please keep listening. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. It's no secret that our world has been interrupted. 
World Interrupted is a daily podcast telling stories of coronavirus and its impact on the economy. We want to cover the issues in the macro, global economics, the stock market, and our political climate. We'll also cover the micro stories, maybe the ones you don't hear as much about in the news or the media. We hope you'll listen and be a part of the journey. So subscribe today on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.